0: friends and folks, and welcome back to the Creature Quorum, and specifically this corner over here with the Hunter's Quorum. We're returning to Monster Hunter after several months away because, you know, sometimes you get like, like 95% of the way there, and they're like, I mean, this is easy now. And, you know, you know it's, it's, we, we kind of tore this in the hair a little bit, frankly. I'm Six Step I'm Alan Ibrahim.
1: I'm Manofsky Article. And I'm Chris.
0: A, a full house here to close out Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, Sunbreak will be a, a separate episode. Uh, I have a person who's been very patiently waiting about seven months to guest on the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> we we'll have to make sure that's a separate episode. But, you know, I think we'll have plenty to talk about for, for just these, these last four monsters of, of the game. And, uh, you know, I'm... Feeling a little tired, so let's start with Somnacants.
2: Oh, sleepy, sleepy baby sleepy baby.
3: Yeah, Somnicanth is based on a combination of... It's based on a combination of both Western and Japanese ideas of mermaids. So that really informs the design. It looks very strongly like... Uh, if you've ever seen, for example, the P.T. Barnum Fiji Mermaid, which is like a mummified monkey attached to a fish. Um, that was one of his big, like... Uh, hoaxes that he pitched around—it looks quite a bit like that. Uh, and uh, the thing I like the most about it right out the gate is how heavily it, uh, its actual like attacks seem based around sea otters and like how they move and act.
0: Mm, yeah,
2: yeah, he slaps you around a little bit. Lots of bubbles, I believe. Right, is that the Samaikens thing?
0: Uh, I think that's M- Mizutsune more. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah, this one's more yeah, like it's, sleep
3: it's, gas, right, right? Right. Yeah,
0: sleep gas, and he like swims on his back with like shit in his hands sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yes. Sma- which is the otter bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: It smashes rocks on it and it digs up <laughs> on its belly
0: like an otter. And
1: it gets you funny surprises.
0: Yeah, it has it has a
3: little bit of the Bishoten thing where like Bichatin has all these animations with the various persimmons. But like uh, some has them with yeah various rock combinations that can ma- maybe produce flashes or. But it, it is really fun just to watch it like bang the rocks together like a sea otter opening a shell.
0: <laughs> uh, obviously, as as a mermaid, I'm disappointed at the lack of breasts. I just you know <laughs> thought I'd be I thought I'd be pandered to, and unfortunately, <laughs> why are you like this? Do you wake up every morning? You're like
2: I'm gonna just. Be, cause How do I make
0: people <laughs> around me unhappy, but not so unhappy they'll stop talking? Yeah, to yeah, you? Yeah, 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 It's a really delicate <laughs> it, balance. You do great. You do great. Thank
2: you. Um, I'm glad they took swimming out of Monster Hunter, out of Monster Hunter, because imagining fighting this Salmacanth underwater in his home turf—bad time.
1: Hey, it's a bad time finding it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, great sword made here, by the way. <laughs> 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 I love to miss. I just love to miss. As it slithers Every... around very fast.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm watching a clip, a video of it now with someone who's a hammer player, and I'm like, "You're really aiming for the head a lot because you know that's what hammers do." But that that hey, that head does be spitting out noxious sleepy gas all the time, and
3: it's fairly tall, so it does like to stand on the tail. Yes, uh, which which does make a head hits difficult for hammers and
0: hunting horns. Also seems to have some pretty elaborate darts. Where do those come from?
3: That's not a bad question.
0: Are they feathers?
3: It might be part of like the elaborate uh frills Head and thing? things
1: on it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But
3: not the hardest
2: creature to to best. Just uh just an interesting challenge and a cool design. I like the colouring. I think the, the light purple, they you that Just... a lot in Monsters in Rise, mm-hmm. but it works for me.
3: Mm-hmm. Appear- um, apparently, like... its belly is also meant to resemble a taiko drum, based on the patterns.
2: But... Okay, yeah, okay. I, 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 I guess, see. yeah. I see it.
1: And it's always banging sure. on that and making music, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you were to start a new, new I... podcast idea, you start a band with Monster Hunter Monsters, who's your band? <laughs> Oh, uh, can't the dr- I knew this would tap into
3: Monofsky's brain. <laughs> uh, I'm putting Rajang on drums. I see. Okay, uh, if it's a metal band, t is doing vocals.
0: <laughs> I'm putting yeah. Gossarog on security, <laughs> keep them off the stage, <laughs> possibly in the hospital. I mean,
1: uh, Espinaz and Luna Grande. There's your bass and guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think and we got it A on flute.
2: Oh, yeah. Flute in there. Um, what armor does the Somnicanth, uh give you? Oh, what kind oh, of wh- one,
3: one more yeah. little thing about Somnicanth before we move on. Uh, it is a very charming detail that probably doesn't get noticed with the speed at which people attack things in Rise. But uh, mm-hmm. if you leave a um a Somnicanth alone. It's the song it sings is based on the whatever the theme song of each map is. So it'll just sing by itself. Oh. And people have noticed over time and recorded it that like it has a different song for every map. So it's singing along to the background tunes.
0: Oh, that's so It also cool. will go fishing. It'll, it'll pick up fish with its mouth and eat them. And it'll also groom itself like a cat. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, you'd rather you want a dirty boy? Wow, okay. Well, I didn't say Tell that us next. more about your fetishes. They,
1: they can't all be Mitsu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True.
2: <laughs> now I'm going to look up a Somnicamp Gaijinka, and you'll all regret your words and deeds.
0: I usually do. Um, let's look at some equipment, as you say. <laughs> Probably a good time for that. Oh, she's cute. I re- oh my god. I remember not really liking this set very much.
1: Uh, th- I think the head's really good with the mask. You know, yes. you, there's a lot of, as a fashion hunter. There's a yeah, lot of fun the, you can have with that.
2: Hold on, look at mm-hmm. this mom She's so cute. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back. I'm back. We're looking at armor <laughs> and weapons. Oh, I love these weapons. So cool.
3: They. This is another case where they definitely use the parts of the monster very well and very like viv- vividly.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. his dual blades are incredible. I'm a big fan of like spiky hands. i was just watching. Um, I was watching One Piece live action this morning, and they did really well by uh, Kura, I think is his name. Uh, a or Kuro, early early villain uh, with claw hands, and this is giving Kuro vibes.
0: So the images we're looking at are on the small side, so I'm gonna have to rely on on the knowledge of our of our uh, players here. Um, first of all, I can't tell what the hammer's supposed to be. Let's take a look. Is that just a pot with a tree branch? Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's like a genie lamp. I think it's like. How oh, would it be a genie lamp? Because summer camp, like you sleep. It's like the. I, I think they are going for like a Middle Eastern vibe. Sleep?
0: No, you go for. They're going for like a Middle Eastern yeah. vibe. Yeah. Oh, but you
1: look at the armor. They really yeah. are. So it's.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, okay, fair enough. And then with the, so I have high expectations for this, this siren Pokemon, as it were, uh-huh. for the hunting horn. And I assume Mizoski is going to have some first-hand experience. Yeah, it's,
3: it's a pretty good hunting horn. Like, it's, it's not, it's neither my favorite nor my least favorite, but straight down the line, it's a good hunting horn. And it's, yeah, it's a musical monster. So you want, you want something to be there for that.
0: I want to high-five. I can't this quite tell what it is. It's a hand. Is it just like, it looks so, almost like Dreamcatcher. Yeah, vibes? yeah. Sleepy. Make sense. Keep forgetting. That's exactly fair enough. We're... Okay. Okay. Listen, I just don't want to assume. You know. Yeah, it yeah I. You and me.
3: Yeah, I think that's the closest I've got. Uh, I I will say, as far as the armor goes, I've, I'm a big fan of the um, the male head piece, which also has like the kind of you can see underneath the mask. There's like a little bit. There's like a, sep- a another mask uh, which has like the you know the whited out eyes like Somnican yeah. has and everything. It's mm-hmm. it's really good if you're trying to cosplay,
0: like, a ninja in Rise.
2: Yeah, the female one goes for more of a, like, a mouth-covering ninja sort of thing.
0: And the problem with that, to me, is just, I mean, I think it looks cool in its set, but the rest of its set, I think, is mostly just fine. Mm-hmm. And the bright, like, cyan of that mask is gonna clash with so many other sets.
3: Yeah, you, get, you gotta get those uh, armor dies out.
2: Yes. Wait, those what? Yeah. Excuse
0: me, the uh, person who's never made it to like very late in <laughs> oh, the game. Yeah. The what? Excuse me. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that yeah. Fashion hunting. That's fashion what hunting. you do. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah in, mo- in
3: most late game oh. monster hunters, you can get things to like recolor armors based on your own palettes. It is uh, so. Huh. It, it's a way to okay. keep the game alive for people after you've done a lot of things already.
2: We don't have to make new armor if you can just color all the armor whatever you want. Yep.
0: I guess that's fair.
2: I love the golden purple. Those are those are colors I enjoy together a lot. And I, there's like if you look up like Asmodean armor on Google, you get a lot of concept art, and they came really close to what they were going for. But it was even a little more <laughs> demonic or like somber, I'd say. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'd agree with
2: that.
0: Yeah, there's more of a like a swords and sorcery fantasy look to a lot of these concepts. Yeah. Prince the- of the-
3: 2008. The the concept art you just linked makes it look more like you're like you know the the right hand of a JRPG boss. Yeah,
2: hell yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Anything you say, Kafka. Anything you say.
0: This guy's really annoying in Fire Emblem. Capca. He's got a crit chance of like eighty three percent. Come
3: on, <laughs> so annoying. Uh, and uh, Sunnycanth does have a variant, the the ice based Aurora Sunnycanth which uh, I, I kind of like because it, it feels um, it feels like they're also trying to incorporate a little bit of the uh, the Japanese myth of the Yuki Ona, which is the ice woman. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, you know, I, I like the idea that it's using the sleep stuff but also ice and kind of just slowly freezing people to death.
1: Yeah, it's it's on brand. I like the concept. It's my least favorite side in the game. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and, and, as, a, as a great
3: sword main, I understand. <laughs>
1: Let me just get in the, uh Let me just wait for somebody to wake me up.
2: Before I go-go. <laughs> yeah, I wrote something against yeah. the kind of thing where I'm like, man, I wish I played more Sunbreak, but then I'm like, I'm going to get so mad when I get to this fight eventually. <laughs> it's going to make me salty.
1: <laughs> hey, luckily, not one you have to do a lot of.
2: No. Oh, that's good. That's good.
1: <laughs> like, you know, Of course, the big introduction and then like a couple of double monsters, but mostly not around often. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I recall
3: I recall the gear and it's been a little while since I fought Aurora Somnicanth but I recall the gear being like statistically pretty good for that point in the game at least for Hunting Horn like it was some mm. stuff I needed to keep surviving at that stage
0: I think the like the they, they mostly have just like redone the palette for um yeah. the gear right I think the white works better on the weapons than the armor mm. the sort of the more subdued palette like uh color palette um but, you know, it's still, it's still solid. Um, yeah, I don't know, is a friend, right? Yeah, it's all, it's, it's, it's a pretty good yeah. one. Do we have something that we feel like already sort of takes up this this niche well enough?
2: Hmm.
0: What is
3: the niche? Yeah, that's you gotta define that one more. Is it
0: sleepy Otter, I guess? Yeah. I don't hey, know, I guess there... probably not.
1: There's not a lot of Sleepy guys.
0: Nope. It's true. True. Just they usually leave that to there me.
3: there are there are monsters who are sleepy uh but not monsters that make yeah. you sleepy so much
2: yeah wasn't there a mud otter at some point well, there's there's been like a lot of Almadron. lungfish types <laughs> yeah, yeah. right yeah
1: and Almadron's got a little bit of that
2: that's exactly what I was gonna say was Almadron close enough or no
4: mm,
0: yeah, okay you amount. you want to keep you want to keep Somnicanth. yeah Clearly... And how are we feeling on sorry, go ahead.
2: No, they're clearly like branching off of ideas that they had, and so we're probably gonna have some cuts before we finish here, but uh, this is different enough. This
1: is branched enough. Alright, well I you already have... basically
0: only mean one thing. I, but... <laughs> I already
1: have my knife out if you mean the next monster. I'm just gonna be honest.
0: Uh, <laughs> and equipment, are we keeping that?
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. <sighs>
0: Okay, okay. I'm a little more mixed on it, but that's that's fine. Um, Let's talk about a goober.
3: I'm a big fan of this guy.
0: This is the, the, the Tetranodon. This is a huge platypus.
3: This is what I look like in real life. It is a it is a platypus inspired both by sumo wrestling and the kappa myth. Um, something they do show in some of the concept art is that it eats a cucumber-shaped slug called a gucumber, um, <laughs> because of the kappa's uh, mythological uh, obsession with uh, cucumbers.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It is. It turned on the big belly guy that's in Monster Hunter Now Six.
0: Who's the big? Belly? Uh... No, the big but that's uh, giant. That's great, Jackers. Oh, sure. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, the greatest of the greats. <laughs> yeah, indeed. indeed. Monster Hunter
2: now, by the way, came out between now and the last episode. We can mention six and I are playing it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's Pokemon Go, but Monster Hunter. It's got mm-hmm. the guys you like in it. They're doing a Diablo's event right now, and nobody in our community has found a single Diablo's yet. <laughs> great event. Really good event.
1: Well, you you gotta go to the desert. <laughs>
0: You do have to go to the desert. Yeah, but, but the yeah. desert's
2: everywhere. My my neighborhood is generally a desert until it recycles and is no longer that. No one knows what we're talking about. This is the phone. <laughs> Anyways, touch I, I don't know. I feel I,
3: I feel like people who uh, who are listening for this kind of podcast are probably playing Monster Hunter Now or have played it.
0: I would say 5 million people know what <laughs> know what we're talking about. Congratulations. That's <laughs> that yeah, right. You better all be listening. 5 million downloads. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure um the tetranodon I think I it's hard right well the um, back is yes because
1: it has like a shell
0: I didn't yes. want to
4: say it Crass you <laughs> went for it
0: <laughs> I like the paws and the the like the mouth a lot and the rest of it I could really give or take
4: it... go ahead Crass
1: Oh, it's so fun, though, because like, the Big Belly deflects attacks when it's inflated, yes. then he shoots a bunch of water and it deflates. Mm-hmm. It's great.
0: That's true. That's true. That is pretty good. Awesome. Uh, I sh- We forgot to read the, the journal entry. I should do that real quick. <laughs> uh, An amphibious monster re- resembling a frog, its appetite is infinite. <laughs> and if it sees anything moving it will gobble it up dirt and all it's theorized that the dirt it consumes builds up in its stomach and aids in digestion if it eats something it cannot digest it will throw it back up the cranial disc protecting its tender head is said to harden and become a more brilliant blue over time
3: that felt like a tease for a variant that never happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, oh.
1: Oh. yeah. I still don't like about this guy. He's fun. He's goofy. So, so I,
3: I, here, yeah, here are some things I, that I personally love about Tetranodon. Um The first is the the really goofy sumo animations. The way it does like the palm strikes while moving forward. Uh, the way it'll like mm-hmm. it'll do kind of the sumo like. Uh, the, I, don't, I wish I more knew more sumo terms, but that step where they kind of stretch out and then, you know, uh, kind of go to their haunches to to start a match. It'll do that mm-hmm. quite a bit. I like it. I I like that it kind of even does E. Honda's like sumo stomp where it jumps into the air and lands on you. That's true. Also, I think it is a really good shape monster for multiplayer. Like some monster designs, uh, like not every player can kind of get in and get a hit going somewhere. But with the Tranodon, Mm -hmm. like it's spherical shape makes it really easy for all four players to get something going (laughs) Uh, it's
2: actually interesting just to build on that really quickly uh i was thinking the same thing and i was like is that a plus that a monster is like very hittable and it makes me realize how like not kind of sociopathic being a monster hunter player makes you where you look at the design of Tetranodon, you're like <laughs> damn that thing looks amazing to beat the shit out of I think That's gonna be so fun but that is how we think about this these
1: things uh, okay. yes and, and as a newer player it's one of the early ones that is really fun to in on, because yeah. Rise was my first game, so... You don't need to like, be that afraid like,
2: of getting close.
1: And I understand what my part in this chain is.
2: Mm-hmm. You're, exactly. the, you're the one who gets Everyone. eaten so that other people can wyvern ride while he eats you. Eat. <laughs> Understood.
1: Uh, nope. I'm in, I'm in the back breaking the shell. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I I also love about this monster uh, is, you know, you you just read that kind of encyclopedia entry, and you do see the eating stuff come up in the game. I I enjoy seeing it try to eat the players. I enjoy seeing it, uh, anytime it gets into a turf war, it tries to, like, shove a monster its own size into its mouth,
4: and Mm -hmm. then gets, like, tossed around. Like, there's the Goss Harag
3: battle that's really entertaining to watch
0: um so it, oh this poor guy would get fucking annihilated by it, <laughs> it,
3: it still tries though it sees it tries to stuff it in his mouth it gets yeah it gets destroyed um yeah no i i just think this is a really fun monster you
0: know i think that i think this might be an instance where the ai is kind of pushing me over the edge you're right because you, you're reminding me of how these fights went you know he does when i was a kid we had uh no, actually, I want actually a better point. A better reference point is the dog my sister had, a dog named Pablo, who it genuinely seems like the part of his brain that told him he was full just didn't work, <laughs> um, with disastrous <laughs> results. The dog had a had an up and down life; it was a roller coaster. <sighs> yeah. So,
3: so yeah, and. You know, we talk about niches in this. Is is this niche filled by something else? And I think you've just given a really great example of how the niche for this one isn't, um, because yeah. you know you have you have the voraciously hungry monsters that are terrifying, like Tigrex and Devil Joe, you know. But then you also have this one that's goofy in the way that you know your old pal Pablo was, uh, but mm-hmm. doesn't know when mm-hmm. to stop, or yeah. yeah, or like my cat Nix is, yes.
0: I will say I'm not loving the weapons.
1: Yeah. Uh, before we get to weapons, real quick, mentioning Devil mm-hmm. Joe. Really sad we don't get to see those two mix it up.
3: Uh, <laughs> a, a kappa
1: and a cucumber. Yes,
3: a pickle-shaped dinosaur. Like that is that is the <laughs> yeah. uh, that is the ultimate <laughs> turf war for a for a goofy and, platypus but, that does, yeah. that's going to fight over its own weight.
0: <laughs> and I they think both should eat. be... Huh? You should, like, despite the power level, you should let Tetranodon win that just because of its natural advantage against Cucumbers. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's so, some sort of Pokemon advantage type trickery. <laughs> <laughs> just have the animation of, like, for the rest of the fight, occasionally Tetranodon stops and is kind of stunned as Devil Joe tries to climb out of the
3: stomach. <laughs> it, just, it just bites uh, Devil Joe's tail clean off because it looks like a pickle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Delicious, <sighs> but yes, the, the weapons. I, I think I'm with you. Six, they're, they're not doing anything for me. I fin shaped.
4: No.
3: I think that's because we are not um, Bogun military fans. Oh, not, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because like this was the set skills wise and everything that feels like the early game heavy Bogun set, uh, and <laughs> I and for that reason, I do enjoy its armor. Specifically, the male armor reminds me a lot of Jinro the Wolf Brigade. Whoa, he's sure,
0: kinda...
3: it's it's sure. even got the red lenses and everything.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I... uh, the the female armor is uh, what you went to, <laughs> you went to Halloween City, and improbably yeah. they somehow had a sexy Jinro set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, now, the master rank armor, though, that's
0: <laughs> that's cool.
1: Yeah. But they add a ghillie suit to it.
0: <laughs> oh Ugh. sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I love that. Uh, I'm I think just I used that a... headpiece. A ton. <laughs> yeah,
2: I remember this one having good stats too, but like I don't I don't I'm not a big on like military aesthetic, ghillie suit aesthetic, it's whatever to me. I've seen some fashion hunters use the like body and weapons of this armor but then use green hair to accent it, which I think looks better than the helmet. If I'm being honest, the the Maybe.
3: the female helmet kind of reminds me. You know, if you like, if player unknown battleground wanted to do like, uh, <laughs> like like a metal slug set
0: or something using public assets. <laughs> like...
4: Sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> it makes me think of Misha from Turn Gundam.
3: Ooh, that's good. Okay. Good uh, call
0: too. Yeah, I actually think I gosh it is it is a it is really borderline on the armor for me i think i'm here to keep the friend Mm -hmm. and i like the master rank armor and i think the male armor is is reasonably cool i mostly i like the helmet the rest of it i kind of am kind of i don't know on
3: i I, i'm fine with that like really i i'm just here to defend the creature itself which i think is is charming in a way that a lot of the rise designs were And Mm -hmm. now that we're kind of moving away from the base monsters to the end game of base rise, uh, I, I, I just want to highlight, like, I overwhelmingly feel like they did such a good job with the, like the core rise monsters. Like they all have very specific charms. They really emphasize the animations and everything. And knowing that they were kind of developing all this through COVID, (laughs) um, they, mm-hmm. I, I think they did quite well at making them distinct and still true to the yokai inspirations they brought to them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true.
2: Yeah, and it seems like something they did—they focused on in Rise was not just making monsters that resemble real-life animals, but resembling real-life people or things that are like involved in fighting. Like, it takes a lot of creativity to come up with like sumo wrestler monster. I think. Mm-hmm. And even that premise on its own without the additions of the Tetranodon is pretty fun.
3: Yeah, they're, are like, I brought up Bishatan again earlier, and I think Tetranodon's another one of those where like, I really enjoy, especially early to mid game Monster Hunter fights where the monsters have very clear telegraphs to the point that it feels like you're fighting like a punch out boss.
2: Oh my god, that's so funny. Six just Mm. described uh, Monster Hunter Now as punch out for iPhone (laughs) recently. There you go. Yeah. It's like, yep, you're going to do that, then I'm going to do this, and then I might mess it up, but I know why I did it wrong, and it's very clearly delineated. It's not flexible or weird. Yeah,
3: Yeah, you just did that weird thing where you turned your head a little bit, so I know this attack is coming, and I need to roll, and yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, And I think now it works especially well because the camera is just locked to them and the environment doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. right? It really is just that that one-on-one. But I do also, like, I think it's decently unlikely that we're going to cut these last two, right? Mm -hmm. And so before we get to them, I just want to take a moment. Since we were talking about, like, the the good job they did with Rise, like, we cut one Rise monster, it seems like. And that was kind of because of a contract y'all signed. Right. With your co-host Devil, um, oh sure. <laughs> then going back to World, we cut five, <laughs> and World had more new creatures, but
3: still, I, I think World delivered you know incredibly well on the World portion of it, of course. But like you know, like the like the environment mm-hmm. is incredible. The you know I, I think they did a lot of things with World that made it way more accessible to you know a much greater audience, which shows off because it's the number one selling game Capcom's ever had even to this day as of recording Uh um but i also think that there were some things about world where uh like because there was so much focus on getting the infrastructure of it all right uh some of like some of the weapons were you know were lacking in like creativity some of the monsters don't quite feel as as fresh as some of the stuff before and after um uh-huh. So yeah, I, I, and and you know, it, it, just to just to uh, anybody who's just catching up now, the we're talking about Kadaki being cut because we made a deal that Six does not like uh, when spiders are villainized, uh, and I am a bigger Nursilla fan than I am uh, Kadaki, so I think that was our contract that we had agreed on.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, listen, you're cutting one of these spiders. You can't just go around murdering spiders.
3: <laughs> That's fair. I, I, I myself am someone who catches spiders in cups and takes them outside, but uh, if I'm fighting Nercilla or Rock Kadaki, I want that weapon set.
0: I had a real <laughs> conundrum, there that I ended up I ended up having a spider that I killed, um, which is not like, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll kill spiders sometimes, I didn't have a huge moral crisis about this, but it was like, you are mostly out of the way, mm-hmm. but you're in a reasonably used corner of my garage, and you're a black widow, and I really can't take chances <laughs> with that. <laughs> I felt bad, but I was like, "This is decent odds. I'm going to accidentally piss you off, uh, and that's just not viable." So, so there you have it. <laughs> there you have that, it. That's anyway. a little more of a
1: self-defense argument.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, look, yeah. That's what I tell myself. The
1: spider court is gonna at least listen you, hear you out on this one
0: (laughs) i'm gonna be like listen how many times have i been in the bathroom and a spider i see a spider crawling across the floor and i say you do you man (laughs) like we're cool uh so our next two we're starting with wind serpent is that correct correct.
3: because it's the one you face
0: uh first yes yes wind serpent ibushi A male elder dragon that exhibits inexplicable behaviors such as floating upside down midair. Research indicates that the emission of a special gas from all over its body and the modulation of this gas is what allows it to move freely. It shoots air from gills on its arms and tail to fly, creating its own turbulence and soaring to greater heights. That's bullshit. This thing uses magic.
3: (laughs) Well, Uh, okay, so, you know, you don't want to go too far into that, because all Elder Dragons are technically magic, they just try to make it sound (laughs) science-y. Like, that's the trade-off for (laughs) Elder Dragons. Look,
1: I've had to get enough of its wind sacks to know that it's biological. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's all real. I suppose that's fair, I suppose that's fair.
2: I love the colors during the fight, but one of the things that always weirded me out about the Wind Serpent's, like, design is this, like, gun that seems to be coming out of its mouth, I think? Am I looking at this correctly?
3: It's kind of like a second jaw sort of
4: thing. Yeah, uh... it's got a weird
2: mouth. when <laughs> <laughs> no. describing 90% of the Monster Hunter roster. <laughs> yeah, it's got a weird mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's true.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I some, uh, yeah. Something I like about Ibushi uh, early on, too, is that it, it, always, it reminds me uh, of the first Pokemon episode where you see, like, Ho-Oh and the rainbow. Yeah. And you're like, you're not going to deal with that till much later. Like, the opening minutes of Rise are, is your hunter going outside and sort of vaguely seeing the shape of Ibushi in the clouds and just knowing that's something you're going to be dealing with, like, 50 hours from now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought that was a but- nice little touch.
1: I do, I do really like the Nuda branch design of it. Mm-hmm. Weird colored pulsating gill <laughs> frills.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, very reminiscent of a Amatsu uh, from the earlier I episodes.
0: I like the, the head. P- really is upsetting, though. Is. That's just too many mouths.
2: <laughs> so, do I remember correctly? Though, also, you fight this like in a rampage format, where you're in the rampage building or space. That's the first time you fight it. Yes. Oh, but then you fight it
0: just, like, one-on-one later? Yes. Yeah, there's, like, this like the series of, like, plateaus you fight it on. Okay, okay. Yeah, because um, they're
1: bringing the rampage, so it's... <laughs> I think that's, like, the mid-game. Right. If I remember right. Yeah, it's, like, mid-game. Oh, now it's here with the rampage that it's been bringing and forcing on Kimura Village. Yeah, we've been blaming
3: Makamalo, you... but it's probably Ibushi. <laughs>
1: And then you have to go actually kill it. <laughs> I
3: think yeah, it's bu- cool. Ibushi is always looking for its queen, and, and makes mm-hmm. uh, makes the twins psychically keep saying "my queen, my queen."
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's fun. Which I just thought I just thought they were flattering me. But yeah. 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 Well, they could be talking about you. You know, you're out there fashion hunting. They see yeah. you. How much? Yeah. How much of that was Ibushi? How much of that was y'all? Be honest with me. <laughs> But yeah, I think it is very fun. The way it moves is this sort of, like very like lackadaisical float, and then it sort of like swirls like a you know more, a more Asian style dragon, mm-hmm. right? Um, just has you know has does some some wind tricks.
3: It uh, also has the very Capcom pun title, uh, "The Breath of Ire." So it's okay. meant to be a Breath oh, of Fire joke sure. right there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, come
3: on,
0: y'all. It took me a second. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, also, uh, Ibushi, fight-wise, is the reason I briefly became an um, insect glaive main the first time I played through Rise. Because Ibushi's Hurt Box is so pitiful to a uh, a good glaive that you can stay in the air almost 90% of the fight. Like you're just constantly hitting it and bouncing off of it and flying uh, around and hitting every part of it without having to touch the ground almost at all. I love that. I love
0: yeah, that. I did this fight with Longsword and I was like, this fight was kind of obnoxious. Yeah. And then I did this fight with my, yeah, my alt, which is Insect Glaive. And I was like, hey, um, this is great. Like,
1: uh, same with great sword because it's slightly above the ground, which is the worst place to be for a Greatsword.
2: Mm-hmm. I must have but done this fight. Blades. I don't remember
1: doing it. But well, no. Dual Blades.
2: <laughs> must be fun here.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. Dual Blades, especially after they added the, hey, you can grind on a monster down its entire length. Oh, and yeah. A, mm-hmm. And a Bushi is just all length. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so you're just you playing Tony Hawk when you play Dual <laughs> Blades. <laughs> Stop selling me on a new weapon type. I'm barely good at the ones I have. <laughs> look, I needed... Look, I needed one that was a little bit faster for the annoying tiny monsters.
0: <laughs> it's true. So, I guess if you think about... So, there's often... There's a problem with Monster Hunter, right? Sometimes, Where sometimes you're like, wait, why are we hunting these? These guys seem alright, right? Like, mm. why are we being dicks about this? Um, it seems like the mating ritual of wind serpent ibushi is just to murder until its mate shows up yep. yeah <laughs> which is bad i don't like that i mean th- um. and that's
3: that's the thing with elder dragons is like they always have to be like some degree of world eating threat so that you can go like that's why you can't capture them they are they are in some way or another a crisis to
0: all ecosystems yeah this guy seems shitty he is <laughs> also he's a reply guy which is not yeah great.
3: <laughs> he truly is the reply guy of
0: monsters. <laughs> uh let's look at some gear though. I I've, I've looked at some great concept art. It's all very pretty, but I want to I want to see what you're packing this is no. I, <laughs> no. I shouldn't have said that. Uh,
1: I, I think the real winner for the weapons is the light bow gun. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> Cuz they just made a wind they just made a sack of wind. Yeah.
2: <laughs> looks like you squeeze it to blow out This is out pretty air. good.
0: Pretty much true. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. The heavy
2: bow gun looks like a chainsaw kind of which is cool. It's got little ridges.
0: Yeah, these Yeah, are... and then it's got this like forward mounted like boat like the like the arc of the bow that I assume would Well, in theory, bend back when they fire, but probably they didn't animate it that much because you're not you shoot it pretty fast.
3: It's also like everything, you know, because of the Nuda branch uh, inspiration, everything kind of just looks like a gel, like like you're hanging like jellyfish parts off yourself. Yeah, especially the armor. Talk about. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, you've got you've got both the you know Japanese god inspiration because this this one's based on the wind god Fujin. So I think that's Mm -hmm. heavily informing the design of the armor, but yeah, it's, it's like Japanese God plus jellyfish.
0: It's not, it's not a set I rocked very much. It's not, I don't know that it comes together as well, because I think like, you know, the classic, like, you know, again, Fujin inspired, like, like scarf, like hovering behind you in the arc looks very cool. And the horn is kind of fun. And then you have, like, you know, an, uh, like a sort of a, a Buddhist-style, like, Obi belt. And then you have the huge flowing sleeves. And it's just a bunch of elements that don't feel like necessarily come together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, wait till you look at the uh, Master Rank version.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Master Rank version is a mess.
1: The, Sorry, I, are you the over the here talking armor.
2: crap about the Wind Serpent and Nabushi's armor? Six? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um... <laughs> I'll absolutely fight you on this one holy crap I mean it's so impractical for any sort of combat but like the female helmet with like the thing wrapping around your shoulders is just the sickest thing I've ever seen
0: right but the rest of it also exists yeah the
1: pink (laughs) accent is good what are you talking about
0: there's no cohesion here. The colors may cohere, the sh- like, the shapes and textures do not.
1: I think if they didn't have the breastplate, it would help a lot. <laughs> the breastplate is a big problem, it's, problem. it's true.
0: Yeah, that he's it's just a got a slap of steel in the middle of there.
1: Yeah, because it really, it cuts down the flowing, you know. If you had just the more traditional robes, like shrine robes, and then, like, I think that would
0: have then. And then the Master Rank version of it, instead of the oh. breastplate, you have, like, a, like, Japanese idol singer halter top. Yeah.
1: Look, and a, I don't yeah. think that works either. The I hate the coils on the female Master Rank, because it just gives you a womb tattoo.
4: Uh, well, <laughs> it's well
0: t- now you're selling me.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Um I th- the weapons are very cool though. This might be one of the first times I might be okay keeping the equipment because of the weapons and think that the like the armor is bad.
2: I'm willing to meet you on that, although I personally love the abushi armor. I know it's a mess, but yeah. so am I. <sighs>
0: <sighs> right, but I would cut you if you were on this podcast. Fair Ooh. enough, but I'm not.
2: Thankfully I'm not. <laughs>
0: Listen, we have an understanding. Alan knows what's um, i cut sword, myself, too. <laughs>
1: Longsword maids, right? All they want to do is cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I just spend all my time between podcasts sharpening my audacity. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the Thunder Serpent Narwha as well. Yes, please. this one better. Oh yeah.
3: No contest. Oh, but, by a lot. <laughs>
4: by like 10 okay, miles. You know, it's, yeah. it's
0: test, testing the waters here. But no
3: this this is a proper base game end boss right here. Like this is the one. Yeah. It's a fun fight. It's it looks terrific. Um and it is a serious threat. Yeah. Thunder Serpent Naval. Let's talk about Our Lady of Lightning.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we've got the, the. I will say also, I think the like the yellow and orange glow with a little bit of pink is just so striking and cool. Mm-hmm. It's just a really yeah, terrific it, look on this monster. Oh,
1: and the arenas you fight it in—it's just it's yeah.
0: Co- it's looks
1: so much better. <laughs>
2: they remind me of like an FF14 raid—the the arena where you fight Narwa. It's so cool, yeah, so memorable. Sure. You're flying around. There's so much fan art of it because, like, of course there is. It's an yeah. awesome fight. I wish that Narwa was... I, I think that Narwa, you know, would stand toe-to-toe with a mascot character. Look at this fan art. Look at this fucking...
4: Oh,
0: yeah. And it does fucking, like, expanding ring attacks like it's fucking Vic Viper. And uh, <laughs> it's got a, a thunder beam and...
3: Oh, yeah. No, she she's definitely got some, like, bullet hell maneuvers
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm. it's it's really yeah. sick <laughs> and
1: that nuke move where it just far cast her out
3: oh yeah where, where, where all the <laughs> spikes are magnetically <laughs> pulled out of the ground all the dragonator spikes
1: yeah yeah oh um, she uses the weapons of the town against them it's great yeah, uh, uh, part of
3: her design does uh, mention that, like she sort of flies by manipulating magnetic fields.
0: So mm-hmm. the fact that I she's able that to real quick. Yeah, the
3: fact that she is able to generate uh, those dragonator weapons and things is really cool. But
0: please, an elder dragon and wind serpent abushi's queen. Its thunder sacs glow with accumulated electrical charge. It is thought that these organs therefore generate the powerful magnetic field that lifts the creature and anything around it high into the air.
3: If, oh. yeah it's also an explanation for why the uh at various points in the battle when you need to like dodge the huge novas and things sometimes those like rock platforms pop up it's magnetically just kind of moving soil around without even meaning to mm-hmm. uh, and also uh as you know this one's based on the thunder god raijin um you know so uh, the the wiki here even speculates this that the the platforms rising up might be meant to resemble like the things that appear around Raijin in a lot of paintings.
0: Yeah. It's, I want to take a moment actually to just to shout out the monster hunter wiki, um, who has like, we also use the, the, the Bulbapedia, the Pokemon, one of the Pokemon wikis a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And the monster hunter wiki, I just want to like, it says things that it's pretty confident in, which I just appreciate, right? Because you come from the Pokemon wiki, and you go to things like Name Origin, and they're like, they're like, you know, what's that, what's that, you know, like Bulbasaur, uh, it- maybe a com- maybe a combination of Bulb, and Dinosaur, and Soar, like you're tired, and Bulbous, and Burial, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> you
2: about? You had it, you had it, stop cooking, don't cook anymore.
4: <laughs>
1: They'll just guess, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. Oh, I gotta go look up dugong.
4: Oh man, you're
0: in for time. Maybe a play on gongniferous, which is not a real word, but you never know. Thanks, Bulbapedia. <laughs>
2: so good. Dugong combination of do du and dugong. <laughs>
0: you know sometimes it does go the other way that's true
2: (laughs) that one's actually kind of funny though (laughs) i was also gonna shout to me shout outs um boss fight database is a great youtube channel that does a lot of good monster hunter content and i'm watching the thunder server Narwhal fight and i was like oh i'm curious if the rings are you can iframe the rings like can you roll through them Yep. The person, pl- the person playing, has not once succeeded to oh. iframe them. They have whiffed it every single time in this fight. Uh. And they, but I, I love like,
3: that they uploaded that and went good enough. Yeah, exactly
2: right. Like this fight ends with them winning. Spoiler. So like I don't
1: care. But they never. They always get hit by the ring. Huh. Oh, I be, I did that all the time. So yeah,
3: <laughs> there were there was a case uh, where when I was playing Lance in this fight. Uh, There there are so many times where, like, if you are not careful, like, Narwa can just, like, one-hit kill you with a a tail swipe or something, and I have a very memorable—it's one of the few times I've ever clipped Monster Hunter, but it was one where, like, you know, just split-second timing the counter-strike on that tail whip that would have killed me, and surviving and doing a little bit of damage to it, and that—stuff like that is what makes you feel really, really cool in this game, and that this game enables—
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. The Thunder Serpent fight in
1: general is is
2: about you yeah. a player getting to feel cool.
1: Uh and I, also dying I, a lot. Half, halfway through the fight where Magdaleno drops in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Say
2: hi.
3: Yeah, just say hi just to you know to raise some hell. Um I also I, I'm a big I'm a fan of the storytelling of the the fight the lead up to the Narva fight, which is well at first you fight regular Narva and then when you Later on, you get to meet All Mother Narwa, which is the true final boss version of Narwa. Um, and when you get there at first, you have to fight Ibushi, which is like hovering above. And the, the thinking is that like Narwa is constructing the nest underground beneath them, and that mm. Ibushi is like holding you off just long enough for that to be done. Uh, and then, you know, you beat Ibushi, Ibushi crashes to the ground. And the first time you get there, you really think, like, oh, shit, I'm gonna have to fight both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because they're, like, flying together. And then Narwa just snaps Ibushi's neck to power up and, like, (laughs) charge the eggs so you can see the eggs glowing in her belly. It's nuts.
4: It's (laughs) nuts.
3: But it is such, like, a memorable moment just to watch this, like, just devastate the other boss. (laughs) Like, it's, it's mate, like, in praying mantis style.
2: Well, it's the ultimate thing that happens in Monster Hunter, like that these are supposedly very like believable environments uh, yes. where uh. these monsters interact with each other, they fight each other, they get along with each other, and in this you're like, oh, I'm used to double fights. I'm like you know, 60, 70 hours into Rise. And it's like, no, this isn't a double boss fight. This is a big single boss fight. Yep. And we'll get, we'll give you a Dragonator, we'll give you some cannons and stuff, but you're basically on your own. You're 1v1ing Narwa right now.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: And it's going to be... Yeah. Ah. Also, like, we haven't really seen the, like, monster cannibalizing its own thing since Celtus Queen uh, in the earlier yeah. games. Where Celtus Queen is, like, a, it's a giant insect that throws smaller insects at you. And sometimes when it's, like, when you get it into skulls and it's kind of sulking away, it'll just eat the other little insects that throw at you to get some health back.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it's nice to bring that back. Also, we talked about the the second jaw with ibushi and norwa has that too but i think it's better incorporated into the design yeah
0: definitely i definitely agree with that
3: and the uh and the egg sack stomach uh gives a really like good like indicator of where you should be focusing your attacks if you can't reach the tail or head like it's mm-hmm. no just just hit this big soft patch
1: <laughs> yeah Ugh the black and I'm glad it was a fun fight because what did we do like 40 of those yeah it killed, it killed <laughs> us a lot when we tried to get in there <laughs> yeah. but Ooh. also also like it has
3: good gear to get and stuff so you want to keep doing the fight
2: good segue speaking of
1: which
0: yeah uh not just not just like good stats but also pretty much all the equipment looks very good i think i have the same problem with the um the, the base uh Narawa armor that i had with the with the abushi but once you go to the master rank it's like oh no you figured something else out this mm-hmm. looks terrific
2: can't find a single piece that i don't like the light bow gun and the sword and shield especially have those like little red protrusions
1: that are spiky and cool looking you feel like a thunderbolt fantasy character in that armor yeah yeah Yeah, especially the armor (laughs) exactly exactly the mask
3: looks amazing too
0: yeah that's one of the things that makes me sad is so often they they won't give the female armor's masks yeah cool masks yeah That's okay. That's your challenge for the next Monster Hunter is make two different designs and make us able to pick between them regardless of gender.
1: And then, well, hold on, you're talking to Capcom here. They just figured out male, female, and human. (laughs)
4: It's true.
0: It's true. (laughs) The paladin, I need to slow my roll a little bit.
2: The Palamut armor is one of my favorites also. You can turn your Palamut into a lion, basically.
3: I also love the uh, palico armors for both Ibushi and Narwa, where the they, they look like the paintings of like, you know, Fujin and Raijin where their half their body is a cloud and they're just kind of floating around. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: That's pretty cool. This armor looks like you earned it. Like you've gone through some shit for this. You <laughs> you you are celebrated. You are a creature.
4: Yes. hmm Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, i, I yeah. Narla, Narla is for sure a a keep uh, as a creature just because it is it is a proper final challenge like it that that is a great goodbye to
0: base rise and you know a, a
3: great lead into what's ahead in sunbreak
0: so if you think about it since the rampage is happening because ibushi is you know horny for his queen right uh-huh, uh-huh. Why don't we just, you know, Narwa kills him. Why don't we just leave at that point?
3: Well, because then is going to lay eggs that might lead to more Ibushis.
0: Ah, damn.
2: And Narwa's not dead when you defeat yeah. him, that's right.
3: It just uh, goes to sleep. In the, well, so when you beat regular Narwa, it goes underground. Yeah. And that—that that is, so that's the all-mother we meet later. Oh, like like okay. you're fighting, you're fighting that one that you left behind during the first fight. Then Ibushi shows oh. up, protects it while it's building a nest, <laughs> and then, okay,
1: once again teaching the citizens of Kamura finish the job. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, all the problems with Magamalo later are based on this.
0: Yeah, Ugh. not a regional specialty. Finishing jobs, no.
3: Uh also uh Narwa has a nice last boss theme, that, that uh that vocal song that plays while you're yeah. fighting it.
2: Both the regular Narwa oh. and the All Mother have great themes. Yes.
0: Oh right. You just reminded me of what a pain in the ass these episodes are to edit because <laughs> <laughs> I drop in the music. <laughs> ah. Uh I'll do this to myself. Well they also did they
3: also did DLC You Could Buy to change its theme into a rock song, as I recall. <laughs> Well, so like I, I I'm not, I'm not spending actual money for that. I don't fight Narwa enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's cool that also, it's there. I don't want he it to be do. a rock song yeah. personally. It's a good it's good as it is. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's also fun realizing towards the end of Rise that the whole theme is about husbands and wives.
4: Mm. <laughs> you,
1: you look at some of the other monsters like Rokuda Kadachi is mm-hmm. a bride That's without a husband. And then Teostra is there, but not Lunestra. That's true. <laughs> They're
4: all missing their kings and
3: queens.
1: Yeah. Which is why I thought Teostra and Rokna Kadachi should probably, you know, let's put them in a mixer together. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, just speed <laughs> dating they, they can talk about their divorces.
3: <laughs> and what it's like to eat fire. <laughs> like,
0: uh... <laughs> Me looking at Monster Hunter Rise like, I'm going to keep it real with you, former Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo (laughs) (laughs) Abe.
3: Narwa birth rates are plummeting. We have to do something.
4: (laughs) wow. All right. We're all funny here. (laughs) Thank you. Uh
2: I just watched the All Mother fight because I was watching the other one earlier, and maybe you said this. I apologize, but like... The Magnamalo drops in so that yeah. you can you mount it, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you, and then you fight and you do the thing and then he dips. I thought it, he was killed. I thought Narwhal kills him.
1: Nah, he
2: just leaves. Yeah, that's nice. The and then friend.
1: when you do, and when you do the reruns of it, they randomize that monster. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> oh. it might be some. It might be
3: like Kushala Daura or Teostra or something. But it's it's oh. so much better when it's Magnamalo because it feels like. It feels like Magnamalo is like heard everybody blaming the rampage on it, got yeah. pissed off, and decided to <laughs> do something like and like, you know, put some respect back on Magnamalo's name. <laughs> or
2: even better, it's like Dragon Ball and Magnamalo is yes. Vegeta, and you're like, this is the villain, right? And then it's like, no, that's your fucking loser friend that comes back later. <laughs> that's right, he came back. Yeah.
3: <laughs> And you're um, and you're lucky you didn't break his horn earlier and make him unattractive to the he's female Magnemolos, which leads tourist. him into a rage campaign that lasts decades.
0: Though like <laughs> <They'll> really, <laughs> if we're being honest, if we're being honest with ourselves, he's not Vegeta. <laughs> he's he's yeah. fucking. Oh yeah, no, goddamn it! I'm being I'm being giant bombed. I can't remember the real Yajirobe. Yeah. He's Yajirobe <laughs> jumping in to cut off the tail. That's true. Oh, you're <laughs> <Yeah>. normally <laughs> worthless. Yet yeah, yeah. this moment,
4: thank you. Right. 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 <laughs>
0: I was like, his name is not Ass Eater Samurai. What's his name? Oh, God damn it.
3: <laughs> I, I have never heard that nickname for Yajirobe before, but moving <laughs> on.
0: Uh, well.
2: I'll tell you when you're, i explaining explain it when you're older. <sighs> damn, tough crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exciting.
0: sorry. Sometimes, sometimes things are too true to be funny. Okay, fair enough.
2: But, Tender Server Narwa, Narwa the All Mother, this is such a keeper, it's not even Freaking funny! It's unfair.
3: Also, Nora, it- the All Mother, is just a cool name. Um, and because yeah. I beat the, we because we beat the All Mother so often, I got a title, the, the All Mother, which I was able oh. to use the uh, the title system to call myself the All Mother Lover, which is just a good Whoa.
0: time. <laughs> Meanwhile, on her end, she gets a title if she beats you fifty times that just says "Dami Mommy." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's the Capcom store
2: sells an Nara the All Mother plushie.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll be right back. Fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's got
3: shimmery fabrics and things on it, though. Like,
2: I love that the Narwa is fifty and the Nara the All Mother is fifty-three. Like they're the same. <laughs> they're the same plushie.
3: But there's little, there's like little, little glowing egg thingies on it. Yeah,
2: it's... I see. Okay, they're not. I
0: didn't, hold on. <laughs> Are if these I think it's identical, it, guys. No, <laughs> pretty as cl- the head crest is different, and you can see the little eggs. So I, I, will I know
3: say, I have seen the all mother oh. one up close. the The felt
0: things are shimmery, so like okay. I think that's probably I'll, where the price change goes oh, in. Also, you'll notice in the image you have sent us, one of those is prime shipping, one of those is not. So you're dealing with a third party seller who's upcharging you three dollars.
2: Uh, that's from the I'm that screenshot is from the Capcom store. Oh no! I'm well, they're outsourcing. <laughs> yeah,
0: they outsource it
1: to Amazon. It's fine. Anyways, I would say. Yeah, I, I, would say, oh, buy I one,
0: it's the All Mother.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I, yeah, I love the All Mother. has some real like Beanie baby, baby vibes with the coloring, <laughs> all uh-huh. those frills, in a real just pleasant way.
3: I he's looking for a big hug. I I like that it looks <laughs> pastel.
0: Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. It's true.
0: If I was going to buy one monster plush, I think I would do Kuliaku. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: I like that. I just <laughs> need my poor anxiety boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, and, I I, really like the uh, Goss Hurrah Casey
4: gifted me.
3: Yeah, once I, I was so proud of Crass for getting through their first <laughs> Monster Hunter game that I had to send them a plush of their favorite, which was Goss yeah.
2: I would do a Crimson Glow Valtrax because the cute chibi version of it is
1: oh horrible. yeah,
3: <laughs> yes. Oh. I I would do a Bichatan, uh because I already did. It's oh. watching it's watching me record right now, uh, but I love I love the Bishoten plush because it just looks like a little guy in a costume.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the music. <laughs>
2: Can you, can you explain that for me
0: So I have sent I have posted a uh, a meme image I found which is the classic I may be stupid with no bottom text meme and it is a Kuluyaku Devil Joe turf war which does happen in the game. Yeah I ours. bet it goes great.
3: Uh, devil joe devil joe tends to have a turf war with every monster in the game where it it, it's always awful when devil joe gets into turf war in the world because it tends to pick up whatever it's fighting and just slam it into you for more than half your health (laughs) but but watching the kuliaku try to pick a fight with devil joe and just get demolished (laughs) is funny every time
2: he's doing his best makes me want to be right. actually i mean i've changed my mind now i want a Kulu Yaku. <laughs> <laughs> take care of her yeah he's
3: uh, you know cool is uh it's a low tier hero we love you
4: Yep.
1: <sighs> look so what's gonna teach you that you don't always want to strike directly from the front
4: <laughs>
3: uh-huh yeah are you gonna deflect off that boulder over and over again nuh-uh
2: fighting fighting a million Kulu Yakus in monster hunter now i'm always like Dog, I want to like, pity him. I'm like, if you pick up the rock, I won't hit you from the front. Just hold the rock. No, you want me to, you want me to beat you up in the face? Okay. All right, it's going to work every time. If you just pick the rock up, I'll turn around. But no, you never do it. you got to get to four stars. Yeah, so they do do stars. it more often. That's true. I've seen it happen.
3: So if you take anything away from this show, I think it should be that Kuliyaku is an icon, and we love them.
2: That's correct. Mm-hmm. Here's Kuliyaku making eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetie! Look up. Oh. I just looked up on Google Images. So you can find that easily. Hey, uh, Wait.
1: And fuck your hey, fuck European colonization for getting rid of the dodo. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's right.
3: <laughs> Which I did not know until recently. The dodo was a cousin of the pigeon. <laughs> So, well, I, so I uh, guess that's an idea of how they behaved. It's just like look at a pigeon bobbing around and imagine it much larger than that <laughs> and friendly.
2: The Nicobar pigeon is the closest related. Closest relative. Do we have anything else we're doing here? What, what's going on? <laughs> we're, just, we're just enjoying Those animals now. <laughs> yeah, yeah now am looking at just, pictures of the Nicobar pigeon. This is great. How colorful.
3: Yeah, we're trying to give people an education on this show. That's all.
0: Uh, we'll we'll come back for, for one more episode on uh, Sunbreak, and then someday, I'm sure, I mean, first of all, they'll release another Monster Hunter at some point, and we'll have some things to talk about. But also, the other day I was looking at the Monster Hunter wiki, and I mean, there's a lot of stuff from Frontier we haven't talked about. Well, yeah. including, including
3: on the Sunbreak episode, the, Sunbreak represented sure. the first time a Frontier monster had appeared in a mainline game, so it's possible that those could very well start appearing in future games.
1: Yeah. uh... Like if you were making a sequel to the biggest game your company ever produced. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) Uh,
3: Which we, you know, Hey, as of recording, we're recording this in September, 2023. I think we all thought like, Oh, Tokyo game show. They're going to announce uh, the next monster hunter. And, you know, they did announce that, Hey, March is monster hunter, uh, March 2024 is Monster Hunter's 20th anniversary, which seems like it a great time to pull one know. of those out, but uh, <laughs> yeah. they didn't even tease it this time. They just said, like, hey, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up, so look forward to it. So at the very least, I guess by March 2024, we'll probably know what the next game is going to be. You know, uh, it might not be out by then, like maybe we thought before, but... Something's coming, and there'll be more monsters. Maybe they'll be from Frontier, but we'll be here to cover them someday, some way.
0: It was really funny for me because the Espinas, which we what we are not talking about now, but is is the is the one from Frontier mm-hmm. that made it in, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like oh, okay, sure, this is a. This is a reasonable monster. And then the second Frontier monster I clicked on, I was like, let me see another Frontier monster. And it basically was a dragon version of Todoroki from My Hero Academia. And Whoa. I was like,
4: you guys
0: need to calm down.
3: <laughs> frontier has some real weird monsters.
0: Some real weird ones. So yeah,
3: maybe maybe that has to be the subject of a future episode when you have some holes in the schedule to fill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for now I think we're we're calling it an episode good job on rise uh excited for you know if you can bring some of the some of the personality that you know rise had and of course a lot of the older games had into a world style game I think you'll have a pretty unbeatable combination
3: that that's yeah. your killer app that's how you outsell world <laughs> give us the combination of those two and you got something
4: mm-hmm
0: uh but I think it's time to, to take it to our, our close here. Crass, as our as our as our special guest, uh do you have anything you want to plug, anything you want to promote, where can people find you on the internet, all that jazz? Uh
1: well, as long as uh Twitter still hobbles along, you can find me at CrassPants and move over to some other platform when we fi- when that's finally put to bed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure, fair. All right, uh, Manovsky. What about you? Um, you can find me most places
1: at
3: Minovsky article. Um, you can even email me at Manovsky article at Gmail if you'd like. Uh, but oh. I'm not putting my eggs on any particular um, social platform at this point. Uh, so if you find a Manovsky article somewhere, it's probably me, unless that person isn't chill, in which case that isn't me. That's all you need to know. All right. All right, fair enough. Alan,
2: where can people find you? I'm on Blue Sky. I'm A. Ibrahim on Blue Sky. I B R I don't post a lot on there, but that's where I my, – my egg – I'm like the Kulayaku. I put my egg in one place, and I never move it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but otherwise, podcasts, I'm on Chats, C-H-A-T-Z. Chats is a podcast that um, currently covers non-struck work, and we are doing all sorts of creative stuff. We're covering Return of the Soul by 2 Mellow next week, which <clears> is going to be really fun. Uh, and we're doing, yeah, all sorts of stuff over on chat. So you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Nice.
0: Thanks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and co-host at 6 S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, my my DMs are open everywhere I can so that I can get messages from you, the listener. And uh, you can tell me that something sucked or that you want me to do something or whatever. You know, whatever, you, whatever people do. Sometimes you're not nice, but it's okay. Usually what? you're pretty nice. Mostly, mostly, you're DMing me. You specifically, you right now listening to this are DMing me to ask me for cryptocurrency, and I don't know why. I don't have it. Why would you think I had that? Anyway. Until next time, folks. Quest complete.